Hey guys, hold on one second. We're gonna.
Well, you know, it's going to be a good night when you have lots and lots of technical difficulties. Hi, welcome to Touched by Prayer. Oh, it's going to be a good show. Why do I know it's going to be a good show? Because it is about praise. It is about worship. It is about harp and bowl. Well, if you don't know what harp and bowl is, I'm going to give you just a little bit of a background about what Harp and Bowl is. And we're just going to say hello. Everybody can hear me. Everybody is good. Yes, yes. Okay. So we are good. Welcome. D Live is in the house. We got lots of people doing a dance party. <laughs> it is going to be so good. Okay. So what is Harp and Bowl? Well, it talks about it in Revelation, Revelations 5, and of course, the Passion Translation, because is there any other translation to read? Okay. So share the broadcast because if you don't know what harp and bowl is, you are going to you are going to learn about it. Okay, so what it says, it says in Revelation 7, it says, I saw the young lamb approach the throne and take the scroll from the right hand of the one who sat there. And when the 24 elders and the four living creatures saw the lamb, they had taken the scroll. They fell face down at the feet of the lamb and they worshiped him. Each of them had a harp and a golden bowl brimming full of sweet fragrant incense, which are the prayers of God's holy lovers. That is correct. Okay, so harp and bowl worship. It is the combination of um, worship, which I'm going to bring in Kelly Faulkner, who I adore and love. So it's going to be Kelly and myself, and we are going to talk about. I'm going to pray. We're going to see what uh, happens. But without further ado, let me bring on Miss Kelly Faulkner. Hello, Kelly. I can't hear you at all. I mean, at all. I can't hear you. Okay. Can reboot? Let's see if we can get her to reboot. See, I told you it's going to be a good show. There we go. We're going to have her come back. Oh, ah, yes. <laughs> yes, that's what we're going to do. Hello, hello. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about. Hello, Apostle Michael Fram, Papa Fram, as everybody likes to call him, or Papa Mike. Um, okay, let's see if we can get her on. Yes, uh, 8 o'clock. Um, still, well, hold on a second, Cal. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> Come on. All right. You might have to call Ryan. Okay. Still nothing. Okay. Let's see. Did you? I don't know what to do. Okay. Well, hold on a second here. Um, uh, let's see. We're going to pull her down and I'm going to, we're going to see. This is why I try to do. Hello, Lisa. Okay. Let's see what we can do here. Okay. Still nothing. Everybody else can hear. Yes. It's going to be nine o'clock. Nine o'clock with Greg. That's what I'm going to talk about. Okay, so for for those Periscope people, for those Periscope people, tomorrow is the last day of Periscope, and Periscope has been quite the. It has been such a blessing to me. Um, I did a, a broadcast this morning where I brought on some Periscope family, and um, we uh, we talked about it. And tonight we're going to talk about it on Greg Harvey's show. So if you do go to Periscope. You can go over and you can go in uh, and watch. But I will tell you, it is, um, it's just very interesting. It's very, very interesting to see what God is doing. Um, actually, Greg Harvey is going to be on at nine o'clock after my show. He is so very thoughtful and he decided to do it after me. So it's going to be at nine o'clock. So nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to be heading over there. 
And we are going to, uh, we're going to discuss what it was like to be a part of the Periscope family. We're going to talk about how we got there, how God pushed some of us. He pushed me. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I said, no, I don't want to go. Yeah. Oh, that used to watch me on Periscope. That's where you first found me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's so long ago. Yeah. God told me, I want you to go to Periscope. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't want to go. I, I was kicking and screaming the second time, but I was very, very happy that I did go. So I'm just waiting for Kelly to come on. But I do want to talk a little bit about Harp and Bowl. And there was an article that I read about it. And I thought it was really interesting because some of the things that they that they say is that that the harp and the bowl, it, it's praying in a culmination. Um, and it's been it's been done. It's in the book of Revelations. Okay. And it's definitely a Holy Spirit thing because I do have some scriptures, but I also believe that the Holy Spirit is going to move tonight. And I just truly felt like we were supposed to do this because this is the most holy week for Christians. This is the holy week. This is a week leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And of course, on Sunday is the resurrection day of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I just felt like this was like a holy it's kind of like a holy pause, if I can kind of put it that way, that we're going just to, to take a little bit of time where we're going to reflect, we're going to see, because if you go back through the different scriptures and you can see that, um, you know, King David, he wrote, and there were prophets who wrote about the coming of Jesus Christ. And we just, we want to just see you know, what the Holy Spirit wants to do. So it's it's a very interesting um, thing because when you start to understand um, what it is, is that, you know, when we pray, we actually are filling up bowls. Yes, there are there are bowls in heaven. Can you believe that? That there are these, and it talks about it in Revelation 5, but there are these bowls in heaven and these are the prayers of the saints. And so what we do is every time our prayers go up, it goes into this bowl, which was really which is really cool. And then what verse? Okay. So that verse was Revelations five and it was verse seven, but I just wanted to just kind of continue. Um, if I may, yes, Carol, heart equals worship and the bowl is the prayers. Exactly. So, but this is, this is what it says. If I can just kind of continue, it says each of them had a harp and a golden bowl brimming full of sweet fragrant incense, which are the prayers of God's holy lovers. And they were all singing this new song of praise to the lamb. And they were singing to Jesus. And it says, because you were slaughtered for us, you are worthy to take the scroll. Okay. Let's just see. Kelly just came back. Let's see. Can you hear me? I hear you. Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yay! Praise Jesus. Okay. See, now this is the thing. This is the thing is that because we had such a rough star, that means it's going to be a fabulous time together. How do I turn up the, um, the, the volume for you? For me? Um, well, I literally turned you up as loud as I can on, oh, my, really? on my iPad and I can't, I don't it's know not sweetie. as loud as I would like it. I'm sorry. Do you have a, do you have an ear thing? Do you have like a little, headphones? yeah, that would be wonderful. You know what? I have a weird iPad that does not have one of those. Really That's okay. That's normal. okay. You are good, but let's, um, so I wanted you because, because Kelly, when you and I were talking, we decided to do this. 
And um, what I wanted to do, because you under, <laughs> what happened, what happened is that during, during our lockdown, there were times that I felt like we were supposed to pray. And so this one day I said, Hey, Cal, why don't you come on? And so she came on and she was like playing. And then I was praying and I was reading from the scriptures and I was just going through the scriptures and she was singing and it was so beautiful. And she goes, Oh, I love harp and bowl. And I said, Oh, what, what's harp and bowl? She goes, what we just did. I said, Oh, that's what it is. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you've never heard of harp and bowl. <laughs> no, but the, oh but God, the spirit does the Holy spirit did. And so we were able to, we were able to do that. So why don't you give a little bit of a, a description first? Let me just introduce Kelly Faulkner. Kelly is a worshiper. Her worship is so anointed and I just love her. She has done daddy's girls with me and she's going to be doing daddy's girl in New Jersey. So, so excited. Okay. So Cal, why don't you go ahead and why don't you just give, like I gave a little bit of a brief description of what harp and bowl is, but can you talk about some of the ways that harp and bowl has like moved the, the service into such a place? The sir, like the service of the church. Like, yeah. Like when you did harp and bowl and, and what the atmosphere would happen in the atmosphere or what happened in that church that you were. Okay. Well, a lot of times like harp and bowl is mostly done in the context of a house of prayer. Okay. So, um, very, um, so very often what happens is there's usually a prayer leader and there's a worship team or like there's harp and bowl that is like actual, um, worship and intercession going together. But then there's also worship with the word, which is usually it, it's like one person doing it, which is what we kind of were doing more worship with the word than we were actually doing harp and bowl, but we kind of were mingling some of those dynamics together so, um, but, um, they both carry like some of the, um, the same qualities. So you, they both use the word and they both use worship, but the, a lot of times like with harp and bowl, there's, there's a prayer leader. Mm -hmm. So, um, usually the, there's an interaction that happens between the worship person and the, the prayer person and the um the worship person actually sings off of what is being prayed or or vice versa like mm -hmm. the the worship person will sing something and all of a sudden the prayer leader is like oh my gosh i'm gonna pray off of that mm -hmm. so it's beautiful because there's this interwoven like a I, I, you know what was amazing i just did this the other day totally spontaneously with someone who didn't know that I did this just like we did last time. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that this person goes to the house of prayer all the time here in Phoenix. And all of a sudden he comes up to the mic and starts praying and we're in practice mode. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we just went there and it was so powerful because it was all about Passover, all mm -hmm. about the blood of mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like incredible. And I'm like, I didn't know that. I don't think he knew that I could do that either. Mm -hmm. So I was like, so anyway, there's just like, but when those dynamics are there, it's so powerful. You almost feel like the word goes deeper mm -hmm. and there's a greater, just, a, I don't know if it's like an awareness, but it's like you start, you start experiencing um, the way that the, just like this undergirding of the word starts coming in and just boosting up the worship and and 
like it goes the opposite way too. It's like all of a sudden, like the worship begins to come in and, and is fuel to the fire of the prayer. Mm. So that's, that's pretty much the, the thing, the way that I, that I think about it. Okay. So mm -hmm. let's, let's go ahead and do this because, um, I felt, I felt that this was the verse I was supposed to start with. I was going to go to revelations and I was oh, going to go to, um, to five eleven. To 511? Yeah, where it says angelic worship of the lamb. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where I felt led to go. <laughs> because I have a feeling we're gonna have a we're gonna have a um some angels joining in. That's where I'm I'm kind of feeling. Yeah. I'm really hoping that I get to hear you when um when it's your time to pray, because if I start to play. And mm -hmm. I could overpower you. That's so I'm okay. Try to bring it down enough That's to okay. where I can actually hear what you're praying. No, nope, it's it's all good. We okay. trust me. We have this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would you like to start, or would you like me to start reading? Um, let me start playing. Sure. And then what we'll do is just kind of go from there. You got it, babe. Okay. And for those of you who are listening, I want you to just close your eyes because this is this whole show is about worship. It's about worship. It's about the word of God and it's about allowing us to to really celebrate who God is and to reflect on what Jesus did. Because that's what I really felt we were supposed to kind of concentrate on. So I want you guys to get comfy, get yourselves into a position, because there is a tendency for the Holy Spirit to drop in on my broadcasts. So I just want, if we have to go to the floor, get yourself prepared. <laughs> Yep, you guys can pray in tongues if you would like. Oh, no, 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 no. If you guys, if you have your prayer language, pray because that's going to stir up the atmosphere. Revelations 5, verse 11, angelic worship of the Lamb. Then I looked and I heard the voices of a myriad of angels in circles around the throne, as well as the voice, the voices of the living creatures and the elders, myriads and myriads. And as I watched, all of them were singing with thunderous voices. Worthy is Christ, the Lamb who was slaughtered, to receive great power and might, wealth, 
wisdom and honor, glory and praise. And then every living being joined the angelic choir. Every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and everything in them were worshiping with one voice saying, praise and honor, glory and dominion to be to God enthroned and to Christ the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures responded, Amen. And the 24 elders threw themselves face down to the ground and worshiped. After this I looked, and behold, right in front of me, I saw a vast multitude of people, an enormous multitude so huge that no one could count, made up of victorious ones from every nation, tribe, people group, and language. They were all glistening 
white robes, standing before the throne and before the Lamb with palm branches in their hands. And they shouted out with a passionate voice, Salvation belongs to our God, seated in the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing in a circle around the throne with the elders and the four living creatures, and they all fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God singing, amen. Praise and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving, honor, power and might belong to God forever and ever, amen.
Revelation 14. Then I looked, and behold, there was a lamb standing on Mount Zion. Gathered with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a tremendous sound coming out of heaven, like the roar of a waterfall, like the ear-splitting sound of a thunderclap. The sound of music that I heard was like the sound of many harpists playing their harps. And they were singing a wonderful new song before the throne in front of the four living creatures and in front of the 24 elders. No one could learn that song except for the 144,000 who had been redeemed and who had not defiled themselves with women, for they are virgins. And they join themselves to the Lamb wherever he goes. They have been purchased from humanity and brought forth as the first fruits for God and the Lamb. Their words are always true. They are without flaws.
hear the Lord saying that this is a time that we are going to knit our hearts together with his, that this is going to be the time that we are not going to be swayed by what we feel, but we are going to be wooed by what he's sending us. He's going to be wooing us into a place of love where this love revolution is going to pull down going to pull down all the distractions, going to pull down all the anger, pull down all the resentment, pull down all the division, this love that he is going to send as our hearts become entwined with his, that we're going to start to beat to the same beat, that we're going to start to become passionate and our heart is going to start to get accelerated by the things that accelerate the Lord, that this is going to be a season 
that we're not going to have those same types of of feelings because his heart is is burning up with a passion for his children that we've never experienced before and this burning up that his heart is so filled with fire that in the, as we come closer to the fire that it's going to burn away what has been holding us back from entering in that this is going to become a season that we are going to be able to become completely in the fire with him like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego that we're going to be in the fire with him so completely that everything that is not of him will be burned off but as we emerge and come out of the fire we will be sweet smelling we will not smell like smoke we will not smell like smoke but we will smell we will smell like him we will carry his fragrance in every place that we go people will say what is that smell what is that smell it's the smell of the children of god it's the smell of the beloved of the lords it's the smell of the bride He's a one love, he 
From Song of Songs, verse, from chapter 4, verse 7, the bridegroom king. Every part of you is so beautiful, my darling. Perfect is your beauty without flaw within. Now you are ready, my bride, to come with me as we climb the highest peaks together. Come with me through the archway of trust. We will look down from the crest of the glistening mounts. I'm from the summit of our sublime sanctuary. Together we will wage war in the lion's den, in the leopard's lair, as I watch nightly for their prey. For you reach into my heart. <laughs> With one flash of your eyes, I am undone by your love, my beloved, my equal, my bride. Mm -hmm. You leave me breathless. I am overcome by merely a glance from your worshiping eyes. For you have stolen my heart. I am held hostage by your love and by the grace of your righteousness shining upon you. How satisfying to me, my equal, my bride. Your love is my finest wine, intoxicating and thrilling. And your sweet perfume praises, so exotic, so pleasing. Your loving words are like honeycomb to me. Your tongue released milk and honey, for I find the promised land flowing within you. The fragrance of your worshiping love surrounds you with scented robes of white. My darling bride, my private paradise fastened to my heart. 
A secret spring are you that no one else can have. My bubbling fountain hidden from public view. What a perfect partner to me now that I have you. Your inward life is now sprouting, bringing forth fruit. What a beautiful paradise unfolds within you. When I'm near you, I smell aromas of the finest spice. For many clusters, my exquisite fruit now grow within your inner garden. Here are the nine pomegranates of passion, henna from heaven, spikenard so sweet, saffron shining, fragrant calamus from the cross, sacred cinnamon, branches of scented woods, myrrh like tears from a tree, and aloe as eagles ascending. Your life flows into mine, pure as a garden spring. A well of living water springs up from within you, like a mountain brook flowing into my heart. Lord, let us be that brook. Let us be the Shulamite. Let us surrender completely and totally to you. Let the flash of our eyes get your heartbeat faster. Lord, let the songs of our worship speak sweet songs into your ears and let the fragrance arise from each and every one of us as we move into deeper levels of worship with you. A dance that is magical, that is never ending, that twists and turns on the dance floor, that's effortless and never wants to stop. Lord, let us be the bride that when we are seen by you, it takes your breath away because of how you have refined us through the fire of the purity of your love. Lord, let us come to you willingly, completely surrendered, completely intoxicated to love and worship only you. Bring us into those places that only the bride can go to. Bring us into the inner chamber of the bridal suite where we can lay ourselves down next to you, unafraid, unabashed, in complete and total blissful love with you. Help your bride to prepare for this wedding day. As an excitement races in you, let that same excitement race within us. Help us to have new eyes to see ourselves. That we don't see the muck and the mire. But all we can see is the lace. All we can see is the beautiful tapestry of silk that is being woven together. That will be our dress. Help us to see the shoes that bring the peace. Help us to see that the perfume that we anoint ourselves with pleases the King. Bring us to a new level. Time for the bride to rise. Give us grace 
Please to come, grace upon grace from your lips. You don't remember what we've ever 
So Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for your sweet, sweet presence here. We thank you for allowing us to enter in, to be knitted together. Lord, let the oil flow. Let the fruit come forth. Let them see you in each and every one of us. As we go through this week, let us remember what you've done, that the great love that was poured out, that covers and washes away our sins. Let us drip with the humility, with the thankfulness, with the praise, with the knowledge that it was finished at the cross. We thank you. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for choosing us. We thank you for knowing us. We thank you for loving us. You are so good. <laughs> Amen. That was so, it was, it was like, yeah, that was so good. <laughs> like burning that, up over here. I, I know, right? Oh, it was so good. I was like, I'm not saying a word because it just was like, <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh, it was so good. It was so, so good. It was so, so good. I love you, Kelly. <laughs> I love you too. This was so much fun. We should do it again sometime. Let's do it again. <laughs> Let's do it again. How about how about we, we plan a date and then how about we have you come to New Jersey and do it again? Oh, man, really? <laughs> we're we're going to have some fun in Jersey, aren't we? <laughs> Ryan loves Jersey. He's like, can we move to Jersey? <laughs> can we move to Jersey? I want to be by Mama Lisa. <laughs> Oh, man, my hubby loves you so much. I love him, too. I love you both very much. <laughs> well, I hope that you guys have enjoyed Ms. Kelly Faulkner. She is amazing. She is so amazing, and she is so ridiculously anointed, and we are praying, and we are praying, and you guys could pray, too, that she starts to release some CDs. <laughs> I see that look. <laughs> Good. I'm glad, because that's what it was supposed to be there for. But... Um, I'm going to have to end this because I got to get over to Greg Harvey's and, and go show some love over there. But I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so love much. And, um, and give Ryan and the two beautiful girls. I can't wait to meet Miss Lucy and Miss oh, Eden. I know. I I'm so excited. You. So excited. And I, I, and I really felt like this was supposed to be, this was supposed to be the show, the, the broadcast for this week, because I am telling you the, the worship. <laughs> yeah, we are better for knowing him, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that is exactly it. All right, honey, I love you and love we will too. talk soon. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure that you go over to Periscope. Go see Greg Harvey. We're going to say goodbye to Periscope. Please thank Kelly for uh for doing an awesome awesome job. She brought the presents, man. Whew, did she bring the presents? So good. So good. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Don't, don't forget to go out and touch someone.
Good night.